Welcome to the Practical Growth Podcast. I'm your host, E.B. Johnson, top writer on Medium.com, published author, and master practitioner of neurolinguistic programming. You've landed on the podcast that takes you on a journey into the heart of relationships and self-discovery. This is a must listen for those who are ready to overcome their toxic relationships and their toxic patterns. You can expect real talk, practical guidance, and raw and relatable guests that you'll be talking about for weeks. Let's get into it. And hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Practical Growth Podcast. I am your host, E.B. Johnson, and this week we are talking slow dating. That's right. It is the newest dating trend that is changing the entire way we perceive building new connections in this modern age. Slow dating is all about moving forward with clear intentions and being mindful about the way you connect and how you connect. Um, So we're not just getting into the physical here. We're not just looking for someone that instantly catches our eye. We're looking for someone who has the same values, the same beliefs, and someone who's working towards the same goals in their life. Before we get into that, though, I do have to remind you that this is the last week to apply for my signature one-on-one coaching program. This is your last chance if you want to make some major changes and set yourself up for major success in love and life and your career in 2022. So head to therealebjohnson.com and click on working with me if you're interested in applying. But don't wait. I do only have a couple spots left. Applications close Friday night, October 22nd at 1159 Eastern time. Now, slow dating, slow dating. What is it in a nutshell? What if we really had to break it down? What would we call slow dating? Well, there's no really like one hard and fast definition for it. But what slow dating is, is it's a mindful and intentional approach to dating in the modern world. Listen, we've gotten really caught up in the swipeable instant gratification loop, and that just doesn't always work for everyone. When we slow date, we break ourselves out of this kind of superficial digging, and we allow ourselves to get to know people on more meaningful levels on subjects, topics, beliefs, values, which really, really, really mean a lot to us in various parts of our lives. It's a way for people to get out of these cycles of meet, get physical, heartbreak, repeat, okay? The ghosting, the, you know, all the frustrations and the upsets and the aggravations. Slow dating helps us get away from that. And it's being used by dating and matchmaking experts. And it's even being used in some dating apps like the app Hinge, which you have probably seen the dating app that's meant to be deleted, right? The fuzzy little guy, you've probably seen a commercial or you've probably seen an advert on your phone somewhere in an app. These these institutions, these apps, these experts, they are using slow dating as a means of allowing people to ease into more authentic connections, genuine connections, connections that last not just a couple of months. This is real, authentic connection that is aimed at those who want to build long-term relationships that have long-term goals that require a partnership, a team to work toward. At the core of this idea of slow dating is setting intentions and moving forward mindfully, right? So 
Um, when you're slow dating someone, you try to get to know them on things that are important to you. So rather than just looking at a couple of profile pictures and connecting with someone willy nilly, you're actually taking the time to explore various topics that are prioritized you know, by levels of importance to you. So you talk about family and maybe what your ultimate designs on family are or what your career goals are, or maybe the lifestyles that you want to lead. Maybe you want to travel a lot and you need someone with flexible income, flexible career, someone who doesn't want to settle down and build roots in a town or a city. Um, this is kind of what slow dating is, right? So you have to figure out what you want and then you're slowly opening up to someone and allowing them to slowly open up to you on various topics that touch on your values and your core beliefs and goals in life. There's a certain mindfulness that's inherent in slow dating, right? Because physicality and slow dating physicality is off the table initially. Okay. You're not trying to just get into their bedroom and into their pants as quickly as possible. You are genuinely trying to get to know someone at a very slow rate, glacial compared to what you will be used to if you're someone who's constantly on dating apps or is constantly cycling through the local options. Okay. It's a much more mindful approach. You have to sit down with yourself and really focus on what is important to you in life. What do you picture for yourself in 20 or 30 years? Who is that ideal version of you? Okay. You have to imagine all of that. And then once you have a clear plan for all of that, you then imagine the person who would complement that and you prioritize, you know, the factors or aspects that you need from them. And then you move forward with those pictures, these facts in mind, as you get to know people with the intention of aligning those things, right? This is slow dating. It's mindful. It's conscious. It's intentional. It's filled with integrity. Okay, it's wildly different than what so many of us have become used to in the instant gratification, swipe, swipe world of, you know, your tenders, your grinders, your everything. So this is changing the way we connect and it can be so powerful and it could be a revolutionary way to change how you are approaching love and dating in your own life. Now, I know some of you are probably listening to this and thinking, um, right, okay, so you slowly get to know someone. How could that even work? Okay, everyone's on Tinder. Everyone, I don't even know what websites are options these days, what apps are options these days, because I've been with my partner now for almost a decade. But you wouldn't be alone if you were thinking, how could this possibly work when everyone is, you know, we swipe left, we swipe right, we meet, we don't like it the way we look, we leave. Um, how could we possibly use slow dating effectively. No one's going to do this. Let me tell you, it is effective. It's extremely effective. And this is this is something I even tell my clients and there's tons of experts out there who will tell you the same. Slow dating is one of the best ways that you can go about meeting a partner if you are someone who is very seriously looking to settle with someone. It's not to say you have to like settle down, buy a house in the town, live there forever. If you are looking for a long-term commitment, long-term relationship, this is the approach that you need to be using. On a superficial level, it's just safer. Okay. Slow dating is just a safer option. This is especially true for women. When you're slow dating, you're taking your time, right? You're taking your time to get to know someone. Physical stuff is off the table, which means you may not be as likely to put yourself in compromising positions. You spend a lot more time talking on the phone, being in, maybe in very public places with friends, 
If you are someone who is not comfortable, not necessarily savvy, then this is a safer way to get to know people, especially if you're going through matchmaking experts or if you're using an app like Hinge. These are safer ways. And, you know, we we do. We're living in an age of of unfortunately, date rape culture and horrible things are happening to men and women when they go out on these dates. There's a whole rash of injections happening across the UK. Women are getting injected in nightclubs with date rape drugs and waking up completely unaware with, you know, injection marks in them. So slow dating is a safer way for you to get to meet people. And because you've got a bit more distance, both physically and emotionally, you've got more time to spot signs of danger, spot red flags before you put yourself in a compromising position. But more than that, slow dating also allows us to find more authentic matches because you're getting down to the real core things that matter to you and you're connecting with people or not connecting with them on that level, you're better able to suss out who is going to be a good fit for you and who isn't. You're really figuring out the kind of meat of who a person is, and that completely changes the way you approach them. If you start speaking to someone, and let's say one of your core values is you are an activist in the name of climate change, um, and let's say you start speaking to someone and you're being mindful, you're approaching this with certain intentions, you find out that they think that's a hoax. It's not very likely that you're going to continue forward with them at that point. And it's probably if you're someone who's looking for a long term commitment, it's good that you figure that out on the front end before, let's say you get physical and then maybe you tie that to some kind of deeper attachment and you spin out into a whole mess of being stuck with someone that you don't necessarily gel with. So slow dating helps us to create more authentic matches for ourselves. And who doesn't want that? It's also a great technique if you just want to kind of boost your confidence. So maybe you are someone who has never really dated before, or maybe you're someone who's been in a relationship for years and years and years, and you're getting back out into the dating world. You have no idea what's going on. Slow dating is great. It allows you to slowly get to know people, and that's confidence boosting. You build communication skills, you know, icebreakers. You lower your own anxiety, and you become more prepared more practice. So as you're meeting people in the real world, even it's not as kind of frustrating. It's not as flustering because you've practiced this, your experience, like, you know, how to speak to people that you potentially romantically interested in. So it's great for boosting your confidence. If you're just getting back into the scheme of things with dating, something that really makes slow dating great, though, is the fact that it expands your horizons. When you are slowly getting to know somebody, you are kind of, it opens the door in a whole other world. You get to see the world from a different perspective. And that can change what you think you want from a partner or a relationship. You could find out that certain interests don't actually gel well or that you aren't even interested in the type of person you thought that you were interested in. It's great for meeting people on a deeper level and allowing them to meet you on a deeper level. And that is so powerful. It changes the entire way you see yourself and the entire way you approach dating in general. We've talked about attraction already on this podcast. And if you are someone who has read a lot of my stuff on Medium, then you have also heard me talk a lot about red flags. And this is another reason why this slow dating is fantastic, okay? Because it gives you more time and space to A, spot a genuine connection, a genuine spark, because those things don't always show up immediately. But it also gives you more physical, mental, and emotional space to see red flags. You see, when you just like rush into a physical connection with someone, a lot of us have really complicated entanglements with that. So we start to feel 
very attached to those people. And when you start to feel attached to someone, it can kind of blind you to core truths, important truths. Now, when you're slow dating and you're getting to know someone much slower, those attachments form much slower and you can see them for who they really are for a longer period of time. So if you are someone who just rushes into relationships all the time and it's blown up with abusers or toxic people, slow dating is a great way to change your pattern. It is a great way to do things differently and to give yourself that clarity that you've been missing in other partnerships. Along those same lines, slow dating can actually help us prevent heartbreaks and upsets in our lives. When you're someone who puts your foot down on the gas too fast in relationships, you end up disappointing yourself over and over. You end up in the same patterns, the same cycles, and the same misery over and over and over again. But when you slow things down, it slows down your emotional investment and it can prevent you from going in too hard, too fast for someone that's just going to wreck it or wreck you, right? It slow dating is incredible. It's an incredible tool. If you are someone who attaches insecure, who has a really, really fast attachment pattern, this is how you need to look at meeting your partners going forward. Maybe the most powerful benefit behind slow dating, though, is the fact that it just changes everything. It changes everything. It changes the entire way that you approach love, connection, relationships. It will even change the way you make friends and you relate to your family. Okay, because it forces you to put yourself in a mindful state, an intentional state. And because you're moving within your integrity, you're aligning with your beliefs, you're aligning with your value, you'll notice really positive shifts. You'll notice confidence. You won't be as willing to settle for things. You won't be as willing to go all in on partners who are toxic or who are a waste of time. Okay, it will change everything and it will especially change the way you approach dating apps. So if you're someone who's gotten sucked into that toxic web of swiping and got to go and meet, got to hook up, hate myself, whatever it is, because some people just are not meant for dating apps. If you've fallen into that toxic cycle with the dating apps and the websites, slow dating will completely change the way you look at them and it will break that addiction and it will allow you to form more authentic connections in the real world. So how do we break it down? How do we get into slow dating? Um, You know, it's something that you can't really do without first acknowledging like the glaring faults in modern dating, modern relationships, and kind of the walls, the barriers they put up to us successfully getting to know people on deeper and more meaningful levels. We are a society who has kind of taken the idea of meeting someone and turned it into this superficial game. It's now all about who has the best looks, what can they give me, how fast can they give it to me. Modern dating is a lot about instant gratification, and it's this idea that that instant gratification is getting to the punchline or sex right away as quickly as possible. But relationships are a lot more complex than that. There's a lot more that matters than sex. And that's why slow dating is so effective if you're someone who's looking for a real and lasting relationship. This is the point in the episode, folks, where you got to get out that pen and paper. If you're someone that follows me on Medium, you know that I'm someone who always likes to close with action. And that's what we're going to be doing today. I'm about to tell you how you can successfully slow date, even if you've been stuck in the rut of dating apps. That's right. I'm going to give you the five tips that you need to make your slow dating ventures a success. First and foremost, you have to figure out your patterns. 
We all have patterns. We all have patterns. We all have certain things that we repeat. Usually they are picked up, learned over time, and we don't even realize they're doing it. So we all have relationship patterns and we all have patterns when it comes to dating. For a lot of us, that pattern is meet someone, over-idealize them, hit the gas to 150 miles an hour and get ourselves into that end zone as quickly as possible. We attach, we cling, we start to fantasize this whole imaginary life as quickly as possible with someone and we miss all the red flags in the process. So maybe that's your pattern. And if that's your pattern, then you need to go into this new slow dating approach We'll be right back after this quick break. Hey friends, welcome to Tea with TJ, where every sip brings you closer to insightful conversations and delightful discoveries. Join me every Wednesday as I navigate through topics ranging from culture, creativity, personal growth, all over a soothing cup of tea. Relax, unwind, and expand your mind with Tea with TJ. Subscribe now on all your favorite podcast platforms and brew up some wisdom with me. And remember, be kind, keep sipping, and I'll see you next week. Determined to slow things down, determined not to rush, determined to get to know someone, determined to stop over idealizing. So identifying the patterns is the first key to figuring out how slow dating is going to work for you. Because believe it or not, although I've told you quite a lot about slow dating, there's actually not a rule book. There's actually not a rule book because the process is going to look different for everyone. Slow dating for you might mean you take three months before you ever even sit down to dinner with someone, or maybe you take a week, or maybe you take a year. It doesn't matter. Every single person is different. Every single person feels comfortable at their own pace. The people that you relate to, they are going to open up at their own pace. Things take time and that's okay. So you've got to throw out the rule book. There's no exact equation. The real point of slow dating is about being authentic and intentional. And as long as you're sticking to those two things you're going to be relatively successful with the process. Thirdly, though, you've got to limit your dating app use if you're really committed to getting to know someone on a meaningful level. Now, this isn't to say you have to stop using all dating apps. If you have a Tinder addiction, you get on there and swipe all day long. You just limit that to two days a week. Okay, not five, not seven. You only use your dating app, your Tinder, your whatever, two days a week. And you set yourself a timer. That's it. I'm only going to be on this app for an hour and then I'm going to go and then I'll check it again next week. Okay, this is how we a break the addiction to dating apps that we have. But it is also how we remain more present in the moment and mindful. If you get on there every day and you keep swiping, you get stuck in this kind of the grass is greener mentality where you're always wondering what's over the next hill and you never get to focus on what you've got in front of you. So if you're talking to someone that you're interested in or a couple of someone's, then you need to focus on that. You don't need to be on the dating apps every single day, opening new doors, opening new boxes. Okay, slow down with the dating apps limit their use, get yourself back into the present moment and meeting with people on a more soul connected level. And that's really another important thing about slow dating that a lot of us can get wrong. Okay. Slow dating is not about meeting someone you're interested in and then angling yourself slowly but surely for marriage by only focusing in on them until your brain explodes. Right. That's not it. It just means you're changing the way you connect with people. When you're slow dating, you should also 
include a number of people. You should keep your options open. You don't have to talk to just one person. You can talk to multiple people. You can go on dates with multiple people. What's important here is that you're being honest. You need to be honest with yourself about what you're doing. Do you really want to get to know this person or are you just trying to entertain yourself? And it's also important that you are honest with any partners, potential partners, love interests, dates, whatever it is, however you consider them, you just let need to let them know that you're also keeping your options open and that you are mindfully getting to know people. They deserve to know kind of where you stand. You're not committing entirely when you're slow dating, even if you have this intention of being serious, that doesn't mean you've made that commitment yet. Keep your heart open. Keep your mind open. Know that you can meet someone anywhere. Don't only limit yourself to Hinge or to Tinder or to, you know, Match.com or OkCupid. There's so many different places that you can meet people. You could share experiences and identify meaningful new aspects of your life or things that you want in relationships. So keep your mind open. Keep your options open and get to know people that really, really strike that deeper interest inside of you. The biggest and best tip I can give you, though, when it comes to slow dating, it's all about the intentional approach. The intentional approach. You have to know what you want. So what do you want? What are you actually looking for from a relationship? There will be some of you listening to this who are like, well, I just want sex. I just want a physical relationship. Well, that's fine. Maybe slow dating is not for you. If you're someone who just, you just live on that thrill and that excitement of multiple partners, a lot of partners, a lot of variety, that new love, the chase, maybe slow dating is not for you. Maybe you do need the app. Maybe the app is what fits for you. You need to swipe, get out there, get your hands dirty and move on. That's okay. That doesn't work for everybody. I know a lot of you are looking for that, just someone in your corner You want that person in your corner who just accepts you entirely as you are. You can let go of all that anxiety, all of that fear, and just live entirely freely in your truth, even if that means you make mistakes. That's what most of us are looking for, just that all-encompassing acceptance. Someone who doesn't judge us. Someone who's just there. They're just always there. And that is why slow dating is powerful. Because when that's your intention, when your intention is deep and it's welled right down into the corner of your authentic needs and your authentic desires, you are able to intentionally, mindfully move forward. You're already got, you've got different eyes on the entire game. You are looking at the world through different eyes when you align with your true intentions. And when you do that, you can sit down with someone, talk about things that matter, see the truth in them, and see the truth in the connection that you're building. And that's how you decide if it's worthwhile or not. And that's the power of slow dating. What do you think? What do you think about slow dating? It's really, really fascinating, and it's especially fascinating when you see companies like Hinge and when you see individuals who are going out into the world and really making this happen. They're really being intentional about the relationships that they're forging. They're standing up and saying, I'm tired of the fast food dating game. I don't want to flip any more burgers. I want to sit down and make a meal with somebody. That's what slow dating is. It's just letting you get clear on what matters to you, shed all the riffraff that doesn't fit you, and just focus in on the actions that bring you the love that you've been seeking anyway. 
It's a powerful thing. It's a powerful thing. And it can really, really change our lives. It's a safer way to meet people. We create more authentic matches for ourselves. It boosts our confidence. It expands like the types of people that we're interested in. There's almost no end to this. It's one of the best ways to build relationships and relationships are so crucial to us. We're human beings. We're social. We want to connect. We want to talk. We want to be loved. We want to bond. And if that's all important to you, then slow dating might just be the path to the future of love. And that's it for this week's episode of the Practical Growth Podcast. As always, I want to thank you all so much for being here, for listening, for reading, for supporting me. It truly means the world when I get on these calls every week and I get these emails and I get these comments, how much this is changing your life and how much my advice is able to help you just find some improvement, find a little solace in this chaotic life that we're building. So thank you guys so much for your support. To show my kind of gratitude and my thanks and to celebrate the launch of the podcast, I'm currently giving away a free copy of my Chasing Pain ebook. All you have to do is head over to Apple Podcasts, leave a quick five-star review, take a screenshot of that and send it over to me. Um, Once I have it, I'll get your email address and I'll send it right over to you. It's really that easy. So if you would like a free copy of Chasing Pain, make sure you leave a five-star review. Um, If you are ready to make some serious change in your life, then remember, final applications are open for my eight-week private coaching program. You've got about 90 days left to make some serious change in this year, okay? 2022 doesn't have to feel like this one did. So build a better relationship with yourself, learn how to communicate with your brain, communicate with others, and build the relationships you've been dreaming of in my eight-week private one-on-one coaching program. Uh, If you would like to check that out, head over to therealebjohnson.com and you can find all the information there. Again, thank you so much for supporting. If you'd like to read more of my content, head over to medium.com. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a great weekend.